All right, welcome in, folks, to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike, along with Chuck here. What up? What's going on, Chuck? Nothing much, brother. How are you? Man, I'm hanging in there. Tired. Just changed the brakes on my Honda. Ready to pass out. But uh, I'm ready to talk about Succession and Barry, man. I am jacked. What's up with you? Same, bro. You're a regular man's man, you know what I'm saying? Jack of uh, a few trades. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's... um... You know, it's, it's, you're, for me, I'm starting, you know, you hit like that midlife crisis. And like, so for now, for me, like, for those who don't know, I have a foot injury and I'm in a boot and I'm probably going to have surgery that's going to keep me from running for like a year. So I've been trying to do new hobbies and stuff. So, I mean, we've been surfing and stuff. So I'm trying, I don't want to have surgery till after the summer so I can still surf and fish and, and go on vacation and things like that. So, but I'm trying to learn new hobbies. So I got a guitar and I've, I mean, I built fishing rods and I repaired my surfboard. So I'm trying to do stuff like myself. Right. Yeah. So the guitar, like uh, music just doesn't come natural to me. Like sports, I can learn something real quick. Guitar. I'm like, I can't move my fingers very well. So I'm like, like this and it's like all right move from this fret to this fret and i'm like going down and i I can't this one these fingers lay i have small (laughs) hands i have trump hands and so (laughs) i can't the fingers lay on the the strings and like i'm trying to learn the the numbers and the frets and the chords so at least i can understand it but that's one thing i've never been able to understand is like music you know like people that are musically inclined or can understand so i'm trying to play the guitar but then too when i play for a while and it digs the strings dig into your fingers oh, yeah. here and i don't have blisters on me fingies yet so yeah like, gotta get those nice calluses going yeah shit, it fucking hurts man <laughs> i played it for like 15 minutes the other day and my wrist was like on fire and i had like indentions in my fingers and i'm like vonga's like why'd you stop i was like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, fun. I'm, I'm taking a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, but it's fun, you know, I'm trying to like, especially if I have the surgery, I'm going to have a lot of time probably like off my feet. So I want to try to do some things. I mean, I've been reading, I haven't read in a while, but I was reading for a while and, um, you know, trying to do some, like play guitar. So we're going to talk Barry in succession, but you watch anything else? Yeah. So I have been watching, um, well, other than like white house plumbers, which I haven't watched the latest episode yet. I, I started it and got distracted. I'm with halfway, other stuff. I'm, I did the same thing. I started <laughs> Mondays and made it like 20 minutes in. And then yeah. I haven't been back to it. I, I made it's, it as far as them getting locked in the room in the Watergate, like banquet hall. And then I was like, yeah, oh, I gotta uh, stop it because yeah. I'm missing so much yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm not that yeah, because I was trying to watch it while I was doing something else and then I yeah. stopped it. Same thing. Yeah. I, I'm not much farther than you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, it's it's only five episodes. It's it, like I like Justin Throw, I think, the most out of anybody. Like and then Ike Barinholtz was in the is in it now, which he's pretty good. I forget what he's playing somebody um but yeah i mean the 
I guess with um, Justin Theroux's character is funny because um, G. Gordon Liddy, um, which he's like was like a wild person in real life too, <laughs> like kind of far right, Hitler oh, loving, super out there, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting to see Justin Theroux portray him. And I was watching something else with Justin Theroux was in it, and I'm like, like he's just really good. Um, he's yeah. Even though, like, I mean, you don't, I don't think of him, like, for me, I never even thought about him except from The Leftovers. And then, yeah. Now I've seen a couple things. And then, like, I definitely, really everything. like, slept on that guy. Like, he, yeah. Leftovers, he was in, like, a handful of episodes in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Like, his big, like, thing that I know him from in pop culture is, like, he, like, dated or was married to Jennifer Aniston. But, like, watching him in this, I'm like, wow, the dude actually is really good at being like weird and quirky. Yeah. Like yeah. watching him try to shoot out the streetlight behind <laughs> the, the campaign yeah. headquarters. I was yeah. it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but they're like, someone's like, did you actually serve in the military or something? And like, and he's like, I didn't see any combat. <laughs> yeah. It was he's so like, funny. Shoot out the, they're like, it's too light back here. I'll shoot it out. And they can't hit it. <laughs> it's like a pellet gun. Yeah. I know. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, he, he is stealing the show. I mean, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. The guy never needs to be recast. Like, I, I was watching something recently about, like, he always gives, like, a genuine performance. I've never yeah. seen something that he's in and be like, you know what? That guy could have done it better. But Justin Thoreau is stealing this show. He's so funny. Yeah. I think um, that's what that's my thought. I'm like, I don't even know if Woody Harrelson's good in it. I mean, yeah. he's at least level or above average and everything, but like, I don't even know. And like, but it is weird because in True Detective, him and Matthew McConaughey, they both were fantastic. Yeah. Like, this, like, Justin Thoreau is stealing the show. Like, yeah. yeah Woody Harrelson is great in it when he's not with Justin Thoreau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Like when he's with his family, or like he's in the office alone, he's like he's he's winning the scene. And then Justin Theroux yeah. comes on, you're like, all right, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, uh, did you watch um, Silo? Yeah, I liked the first two episodes better than the third one, but yeah, um, but it was still good. I mean, the fourth one comes out on Friday. I, I'm digging the show so far. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I think Apple, like, because I finished the big door prize as well, which I really liked. Um, and it leaves you on a cliffhanger for season two, which kind of pissed me off because I was like, how do we know this show is going to come back? Right. Because is anybody yeah. watching it but me? So, um, but yeah, that's a good one that uh, ended uh, Wednesday, the first season. It's inter- It's intriguing. It's good. Um, Chris O'Dowd is really good. Actually, he annoyed me. He annoys me in like like Bridesmaids and some other movies, but um, he's actually pretty endearing in in the in this one. Nice. And then I got a hundred foot wave. Oh yeah, which which is amazing. Which like there was a big cliffhanger in the last episode, but I mean this is you know documentary style and it was recorded so i went to the guy's instagram page and saw he was still alive so you know nice. like okay but like he just started sharing what happened to him like in that 
scene. So like on Sunday, it'll have some of the fallout from that. But I mean, you don't think about <clears throat> they're on these hundred foot waves or 50, 60 foot waves getting crunched, you know? So when they, when they fall, you know, they all have like these life vests and shit now. So they float up versus yeah. like hitting, you know, reef and sinking and stuff. So, but still you're getting, you know, all foam and washed around and another wave hits you. So it's still, you may be a couple of minutes getting like just drilled. Yeah. Thrash. So yeah. It's, it's, um, it's such an interesting show to watch. It's such an interesting lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so, and then what else? A big door prize, hundred foot wave, which is Sunday night's like my favorite because it's hundred foot wave and succession then Barry. And then Wednesday I watch a big door prize and um, lasso, and then Friday a silo. Yeah, um, I'm really hooked on silo. Like, yeah, the the last episode was not as great as the first two. Like, yeah. she, it was still good. It was still good. She, I yeah. just wanted like she chickened out on the rope, like halfway down the tank. Just yeah. go through. Like, don't, 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 don't leave me hanging. I want to find out what the hell is going on. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert! I can cut this out. But like, did the mayor dies? Did the mayor die? Well, she's like poison. Like she's about to hook up with uh, what's his name? Yeah, and then like she like falls in the bathroom and he kicks it in and she's like bleeding out oh, of the mouth yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, That's you know, Tim Robbins it. did that. Shit, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Yeah, that was literally like, like the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Obviously, Tim Robbins is like the like evil master. Guy. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's got all the strings. Yeah. He's the big bad in there. So yeah. and the ju- what's it? The judicial. Um, yeah, the judicial. Yeah. We haven't seen the judge yet. We don't know who that is. But what? I love Sorry. I love how they're trying to shape it up. It's it, like common is the bad guy in all of this. But in reality, it's really Tim Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're yeah, it made him look like the bad guy. And then when they had the, the power off, he was in there with his daughter or son. And, yeah. you know, he was like, being, yeah, you know, like he's going to have a good turn fighting. You know, he's going to turn, yeah. I think, into the into a good guy that's going to help uncover things with the girl. Um, um, but yeah, I really like it. It's so interesting. I don't know. I never used to be as fascinated with sci-fi stuff as I am now and reading all the sci-fi that I've read in the last like six months. Yeah. So like, it's just super intriguing because it's like that thought, you know, it's that like Schrodinger's cat, right? And going, going to a line from Succession with Willis <laughs> this week, Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> like, you don't know if the cat's dead or alive in the box, right? So in the silo, you don't know what's outside until you go. Right. And it's, and so like, so I'll ask you a question real quick before we move on to Barry. Do you think what they see when they go outside is simulated through their mask or they really see green and the TV in the silo is the fake simulation or like has that background of like dystopian outside? That's tough. Because I started thinking that. I started thinking that, like, do they really, is it really dystopian? Because I would think if there's a silo outside, someone would have found that by now. Like, if it was, you know, 
if life was plentiful outside you would think it's a good but point it, it about the about seeing the green once they get outside i never thought that the the helmets might be like a distortion visor like the like the camera is looking outside yeah. i think it's real out there I don't know. Now you've got me really questioning it because like <laughs> when the power fluxed and they're all hanging out yeah. like in the I don't, living room, whatever it is, right? Yeah. The, com the common yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. And like the screen Common's flickers room. and the lady like <laughs> yeah. sees it and she's like, what? Yeah. Like I was like, oh shit, like it is real. Yeah. What is it? That's a great yeah. question. Is this, yeah, I mean, could it be a simulation, like some kind of simulation or, you know, Twelve monkeys, kind of, like. <laughs> sorry, we're gonna go down the fucking. It's great path though. It's there. great. I'm gonna laugh though. It's uh, they're in outer space, and when you go through the portal, you just float off into space, and it's just a simulation. You're just. <laughs> that's what that's what I kept thinking. That like when they go outside the airlock, they just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know because they showed it from his perspective, but. Maybe maybe the visors could be altered, but I was thinking like they they, always, they like gas clean, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Do they they put on the helmet and there's like those people put in something in there that make them hallucinate and see that, or like or the other thing is is do they because wouldn't my thought would be. Like maybe they get to that point and they fall down or that's, but then they wake up at some point, but the screen is always frozen. They always keep the screen with like the last picture of the bodies out there. Because I would think that some, even if it's dystopian, some like insect or roach or something would crawl on that, right? Because roaches survive Holocaust, yeah. nuclear Holocaust and all that. So it's just, it's interesting to me what's really going on. I think that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Is simulation or is it, or is it like, you, it even could be outer space. It could be on the space station and they really just like walk out. They, they go outside into this, you know, uninhabitable area uh, i don't know i mean uh, yeah but he, seeing it from his per that guy's per you know uh, rashida jones's yeah. husband's person the sheriff yeah. his perspective really throws off what i think about it because yeah like there was a movie where these people were in like a biodome or something as a yeah. study and it turns out they biodome actually were in outer space sure yeah oh. no it was it was a recent movie but that's a great movie uh one and two <laughs> um but like they try to escape from like the biodome and it turns out yeah. they're like in outer space so I was like, maybe it's going that that direction, but we've got the drill underneath all of it. Yeah. That's really throwing me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're on the moon. Well, that's what I'm thinking, right? Is, uh, we don't know when in the future this is or yeah. whatever. So maybe they went to the moon or another planet and they constructed the silo for people to live in and then people just kept living in and so say, can't go outside. And then, you know, telephone game where over the years – yeah, you know, things change and it becomes a different narrative, and so I don't know. Yeah, It'd it's be... a, it's it's another planet that is uninhabitable, green, luscious, but yeah. crazy radiation, maybe, right? Yeah, gamma yeah. rays, and like yeah. all this other stuff can live except humans, and then like 
they moved to the planet, got abandoned, and then just generation after generation after generation, yeah, like, and they all forgot why they were there. They don't know why they were there. I'm gonna laugh when it turns out to be another planet. That's gonna be great. Yeah. Oh, enough <laughs> about enough about Silo and all yep. these other shows. Let's talk Barry and Succession. So, um, Barry, another great, great, great um, episode. Um, I, I'm I'm probably sad, the most sad that Barry is ending, because yeah. I was telling a friend of mine the other day because I had asked him. He's like a big fan of Bill Hader. I was like, "Have you watched Barry?" He's like, "I I watched like a few episodes of season one, and then I stopped. I never got back into it." I said, "I said I watched. It took me a while to watch season one, and I watched a few episodes, and I didn't like it." And then when you were talking about season two and how it was really good, so I started watching season one again. I was like, eh, it's good. And, and then season two, three, and now four, like it just like a rocket ship. Like, yeah. I just think it got better and better. They found, I think he found the story that he wanted to tell. Yeah. And telling it the way he wanted to tell it. And it's really good. Yeah, I totally and, agree. Um, and every episode kind of elevates it more and keeps you kind of surprised. I don't know if it's surprised, but it's like, like honestly, what happened this episode? I at the beginning, I never thought this would. I never thought what happened at the end would happen because I kind of yeah. forgot about that person. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it was <for> real. Like, <laughs> so just a little recap. The last episode, we know Kusno is going to movie studios, and Barry's name has popped up in the media. So Barry, Barry goes to LA, um, you know, and he's telling his kid <laughs> he has to go to LA and for a job interview, and, and he did the kid's like, "You don't have a job," or for yeah. work, he's like, "You don't have a job." His interview, and he's like, "I don't want you to go." He's like, "Well." I'll, I don't get it. Or it's just the whole, the whole conversation was kind of funny, but he goes out to LA and he's, you know, listening to religious podcasts like that are for and against killing and killing in the name of God and killing is a, in one podcast is Bill Burr saying as a ex professional hockey player and killed a guy on the ice. And was like, like I have no, you know, regret or remorse about it. Yeah, like, he checked my teammate. I was justified. Yeah. I got pissed off, yeah. but I was filled with like righteous anger and it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Barry's going around, uh, and he sees Kusino go into his house where or his son's house. And we found his son is alive eight years later after he shot him. So he didn't die. Um, and then Kusno's grandson comes in the door, and that keep, that turns Barry away from going in and shooting him at the moment. But later on, Kusno's back there by himself, um, and Barry goes up to the door, and as he's about to enter, um, he gets a hood over his head, and he's kidnapped. Yep. Before we go to the end, the other scenario in this um, episode, we see... The Raven, 
who's <laughs> Fuchs, gets released from prison, and he's all tatted up in a wife beater, goes into a coffee shop and, like, plucks the barista out from behind the counter. Like, I don't know. I'm like, was he... My brain's like, was he corresponding with her during, like, his prison, or he's just, like... Was so, she, was she like, one of the women from his, like, hideaways? Like, remember, he was, like, on, on the goat territory? He, like, oh, yeah, befriended yeah, yeah. the goat master's daughter. Goat master, yeah. geez. Like, whatever. But, yeah, like, yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. somebody he, like, knew. I was like, wow, yeah. that was really easy for him to just pick her up. And then, like, boom, they're, like, together. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's the raven now. He's all tatted. He goes to Hank with the whole crew. And Hank's got a Hank. Hank now has, what is it? Is it uh, no hope ball? Like, yeah, no hope ball. <laughs> yeah, like starting a fucking sand company, like what Cristobal wanted to do. Yeah, but you know now they're now he's legit, I guess, semi legit. But yeah, he's hiring the Raven and all these people that work for him to secure their sites or to be security guards at their site. Set him up with this big ass house yeah. on the. Um, like the hills and it's funny what i love like especially this season is like how they treat like all the crews and so like the dave and busters and then now this and they're showing the house and they're like it's got a pool and they're like ooh, like <laughs> just a childlike excitement of these murders and stuff it's like so it's good just like they're it's like at the end of the day even these people do awful things but they're still they still are excited by things that we, you know, if we went into that house and like, oh my God, the, like, look at this pool, look at this view. They're the same. They're going to yeah. be doing the same thing. Right. So I think Hater captures that like one masterfully and it's just yeah. following him around there is, is great. So, um, but yeah, that, that was the no, no. And you mentioned before off air, no, Hank looks exactly the same. Yeah. But, Fuchs and Kusno and Barry, everybody looks aged up eight years. Um, so going back to the end, Barry gets kidnapped. And the last scene we see uh, him sitting in a garage with uh, Janice Moss's father, um, who I don't think has killed anybody. He kidnapped a reporter. And yeah, he the tortured that guy to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> Then he came back um, speaking only German or something. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious. So great episode. I think like as it went along, I was like, all right, it's just they moved the story along well. Like at it like it's not boring, but it's steady. And then like this the the end is like, oh shit, like I can't wait till next week. Yeah. Okay. So this season's just been great. We can uh, talk about Succession now. That's the highlight. Um, we are also inching closer and closer to the end of Succession. Um, we have two episodes left. Episode eight, we just watched. Um, it's called mm -hmm. America Decides. Yeah. Um, it's election night, baby. And it's Mankin versus... Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, like... Jimenez or something like that. Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Versus yeah. Roy. Versus Roy. Yeah. So let me ask you before yeah. we start. Are you are you uh are you a libtard, a Nazi, or a conhead? So because <laughs> I ate chicken as a kid, I have to like the fascist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, definitely conhead just for the hell of randomness. Like 
he literally just walks to his own beat. It's insane. Like Connor is nuts. Great. Yeah, it's great. I know I, you're I a con him, him and Lo, uh, Willow's Willow's love. Like they're like the most stable people in this fucking show. It's it. They are the only ones who know that they have a transactional relationship. Yeah, openly yeah. admitted. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. This so, episode was bonkers. It was. It was insane. Um, it's yeah, it's it's election night. The kids are fighting over, you know, who's gonna win, right? Who they think is gonna win. They're getting all of this poll data. Tom and Greg are at ATN headquarters, and Tom, of course, is tired yet again. Tom is always tired for some reason. Maybe it's uh, mono. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he's sick. Yeah. And uh he asked Greg for a little hookup. And so they take a casual look at the board and while they're, you know, innocently wiping the board, uh, Tom does, uh, does some blow to get him through the night. So far, Greg brings him some blow, like (laughs) a little two to Greg over there. Yeah. And so that everybody has their own allegiance, right? Like Roman wants Mankin to win because he will help block the Gojo deal through regulatory shit. Right. Yeah. Um, Ken doesn't want Mankin because he's getting this like pushback from his family, like his kid, like his family doesn't feel safe that Mankin is like ultra, right? Like it's all smacks of just the last election we had pretty much like, yeah. And then Shiv meanwhile uh, is aligned with Madsen. So she's pushing for the Democrat to win. Um, So that way Madsen can, can buy the company and she can get out. So, or, you know, they can, they can, yeah. Make their money and get out. Um, so everybody's got their own agenda, right? It's hilarious. Like Kendall is always like tripping over his own feet, over his freaking conscience. Conscience. Like then there's Roman who just couldn't give a shit about anything, and then Shiv who just wants power. Um, but yeah, they they keep so they're all like going through this stuff, and I love how like uh, the the siblings are like on the executive floor. And Tom is down on like the ATN floor and they're supposed yeah. to like keep a barrier. Like, Oh, Logan always kept like church and state separate. Like you stay over there. We're good here. Yeah. Um, and there's all this like infighting about like voter suppression and like, like voting centers, like getting firebombed by Mankin's camp and all of this crazy shit happening. And I love how it happens in like Milwaukee and stuff. It never happens in like, normal places but it's like midwest shit (laughs) the election is decided by the flyover states which is the most fascinating fucking thing in the world like so great for real you know it's like oh we got michigan wisconsin iowa ohio arizona yeah Yeah. like yeah i I, I won't touch it nobody wants to live on purpose but yeah uh Sorry for all those people that live there, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's, and it's funny. You mentioned like, I, Kendall really doesn't have a side except for now that his kids were affected by the, the, uh, Mankin like Ravenhead fascist people. Right. So yeah, I think it, I think, as the episode at the end of the episode and I won't and Ken says it at the end, but we get a clear I think we finally get a clear 
kind of pecking order now almost yeah. after this episode or who's the um, alliance is done and we'll get into that in a minute but yeah like Shiv is a fix with Jimenez and she's making so Shiv is making all the wrong choices right so Dude, when has she ever aligned, made the right choice when has Shiv ever made the right choice never She's always picked the wrong decision, dude. Mary yeah. Tom decided to go back into the company when she knew her dad was going to screw her. Yeah. Uh, realigned with the two brothers and then betrayed them and yeah. sided with the enemy of the family. Yeah. And then picked the political loser. And yeah, the guy she like was leading the campaign for in season one. Like, was the senator or something like that, but never went any further. Like, everything she picks yeah. is a loser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gil. Where Nate's moved up the political ladder and now is working with uh, Jimenez. Yeah. You know, is the right-hand man where Shiv could be in that position, right? But she always makes the wrong choice. Yep. And the funny thing is she's probably one of the smarter ones. I think it's a lot yeah. of bad luck. I think she's the most business savvy out of everybody yeah. there. So, um. But we're, but I think it, it still remains. They all three have like bits and pieces of their dad. They're none of them yeah. are their, their dad, but they're they all have a piece of the key. But together yeah. they can make it all as one. But as separate, they all find their own way. Like <laughs> if Roman ever gets in power, he's going to get like sued for sexual harassment within ten minutes of taking yeah. power. Well, and at the you know you still have. Kendall killed somebody. Yeah. Roman sent dick pics to their corporate lawyer on the board or <laughs> and Jerry fired her. and fired her. Like if any of these people get in a position, they're like immediate, if they don't sell and they take immediately, you know, they're either like, I mean, Jerry's going to go out there millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. So that's going to cost the company or Roman. Right. Yeah. Kendall is going to be like lambasted for killing a kid, but I don't know. I still think Marsha somehow going to come out <laughs> of this in a good position, but I mean, we possible. haven't seen her in a while, but yeah, uh, I imagine we'll see her next week at the funeral episode, but um, that's going to be intriguing. So, but yeah, this episode was really, I mean, the iterations of the election and just going back and forth, you know, the kids start to get involved and trying to tell Tom to make the call on, yeah. on Wisconsin because of the the bombing at the centers burned up a bunch of votes. But I love how Shiv is like, well, we know how they would have voted based on his story. And it's like, you don't know shit, Shiv. Like, yeah. come on. Like, they all just have their own agenda, right? Yeah. And it's fucking ridiculous but i do like like shiv told tom that she was pregnant yeah and i love he like just reacts like he's like get the fuck out of here no you're not like he's very yeah. skeptical is this yeah. one of your uh, narratives or yeah you know, like <laughs> so yeah he he's skeptical and he has no there's no immediate thought that that's true yeah. not even any thought the rest of the show no right no, none whatsoever yeah oh um, but I just love there's vision with Tom with like three phones in his hand and like, like 
just taking orders from, you know, the kids of, you know, and, and they end up, you know, they end up calling it. And it's, it's so interesting because in this country, it's like, oh, the media calls the election, right? I mean, that's basically, it, it's it's so interesting because even now, like in the city council, like in, in my city, I was like, where do I find the voting? And like, the polls close at seven and like not until like the next morning did they have like all at least online on the Harris County like vote site where like the total vote, like they release like the mail-in and the, um, like the, the mail-in and then like the oh, absentee free, ballots. Yeah. Then the one where you get to vote in advance or yeah. Um, early voting. Yeah. Yeah. Early voting. But then it takes almost until the next day just to, it was like a thousand people voted, right? Yeah. So, but in an election, you know, and now you got people that want, oh, we should do everything with paper ballots. And it's like, yeah, so you're going to count. Yeah. 50 million people in the state's paper ballots, you know, within the same night. You're already complaining it takes too long to call an election. Right. Yeah. Do you want to have a paper ballot for everything? Like, I think whoever's call, you know, whoever's asking for that forgets about 2000 with the hanging chat in Florida bullshit. That's so the other thing. Yeah. Let's have I that all over again. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was it, oh, was this meant to punch out here? This one's barely sticking out. And this one is, you know, so. Insane. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's fun. I think, especially if you're not like an American to see or even if you're American to see like a British person's interpretation of our elections, which are pretty, pretty true. That's how election night goes. Yeah. I can imagine behind the scenes, it's as hectic as that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they've I, got I mean, their own was, like, like, like poll guru. And he's like, I can't call it. I can't. He's like, and they're yeah. like, you're going to fucking call it. And then like, yeah, Greg like, gets like wasabi in his eyes and shit. Like for his, Lacroix, like lemon in his eyes, like it's only like wow. lemon flavor, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, mm, it's not, it's not, but he tastes it. <laughs> but I think it's it's goes back to like, I mean, real life during the last election when Fox called Arizona for Biden, like Trump, like texted Sean Hannity, yeah. in like, I mean, there's records of the of like him and his people like texting people at Fox news, like, what are you doing? You know, this, it was crazy. And, yeah. And, but that's, I mean, that's what you get. The, the show points out like the, it's all, I mean, it's just like the 1% is going to be the 1% and they're going to, they're going to control the other 99% because yeah. it's money. Yeah. It's just like, you know, and it's fun to watch the show talk about it because even i mean they they put more into like the fascist but every side is like it's money that controls both sides that's right when i get into twitter arguments you know with people on that and they're like oh this evil genius billionaire is is like evil and he's trying to destroy society but my evil billionaire yeah they don't see evil like he's trying to help society no no they're they're all trying to control you know, there's something like that's kind of being Connor's like, I'm rich. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, a you're going to regret. Sorry. Yeah, I'm a billion. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could have had me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you flunked it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, and then to 
to give Connor the speech on their network is freaking hilarious. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, there's but no it, way if he wasn't their brother that they would have done that. You know, yeah. But I I think it's hilarious. Like people want to say like, oh well, this rich person controls it, but my rich person does it, right? Like you said, yeah. like that one's evil, but mine isn't. Like the funny part is, is like they both sides were negotiating with the Roy family yeah. to swing the election in either direction. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they like they're all in cahoots. Like it, it doesn't yeah. matter what side you're on. They people swing whichever way the money blows. That's the funny part. Yeah. So yeah, um, oh yeah, for sure. But I did I did find it hilarious. Like Roman is like goes and meets with Mankin and at like his hotel or whatever, and then it's all to get him to convince uh, Connor to uh, <laughs> secede. Jesus, uh, to um, <laughs> concede. Like come on and yeah, concede. Like yeah. And but it's already after the polls are. Yeah, it's closed, like that doesn't. So that's not going to do jack shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so. all. It's all right. It's all in the event that if he loses, and it's close, they can call a re, a, a recount, right, or mm-hmm. a new election, right? Because that's they were like, we're not doing another election, because if yeah. Connor uh, concedes, then those votes may have gone to to Mankin, right? And I love yeah. you gave Connor a freaking microphone. And he's like, I'm a billionaire. Sorry, you guys missed out. You flunked it. And I love like Kendall's reaction. He just like puts his face in his hands and he's just like, oh my God, who gave this guy a fucking stage? But for, like for real, like Connor, just like shut the, f- like uh, con heads are coming for you. Like watch out. Yeah. So yeah. hilarious. I almost imagine con heads is like the, I, I don't know what the group is called, but I've seen it like, these these people that dress in khakis and these blue shirts and have like these face covered they're kind of like like neo-nazi fascist type like yeah there's like 20 of them like protesting somewhere they get out of like these like u-haul vans yeah, i'm like yeah. that's what i'm thinking like these people are con heads or something yeah. right that are like what just, uh what did connor get out of conceding he got something uh it was an ambassadorship oh, um, to somewhere Slow, uh, Slovenia or Slovakia. Slovenia. One of the, that's right. One of the one, slows, yeah. One of the slows. Oh, my God. <laughs> he he didn't want moron. the slow. No to the slows. No like, to the, the slows. first time around. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, Roman is really getting tickled by Mankin. Yeah. And he finally yeah. gets Connor to back out, but, of course, it doesn't matter. I, I think, like, we have, like, in the end, you know, when basically they're declaring for Mankin yeah. and so um, it, it gets that point, right? Because Kendall's like, Oh, let's yeah. go back to Jimenez and yeah. see like, if he'll, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe there's something else we could offer them and, and he'll, you know, help us out with the regulatory shit. And that's when like, she was like, Oh, I'll, l- let me call Nate and I'll ask him. Right. And obviously we hear she like, doesn't even get like a dial tone and, yeah, doesn't talk to Nate, and it goes back, and uh, Kendall's like, I'll, "I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him." Yeah, and then she's like backpedaling, and then Ken like gets a hold of Nate, and Nate's like, "No, I never talked to Shiv." And then he yeah. asks Greg, and Greg is like, "Oh yeah, by the way, she's working with Madsen," and that's when it all comes but crashing down. I love Greg walking by and doing like the Jordan, like you know, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh shit, he didn't say anything," but like Greg, Greg was you know. He's been Team Kendall multiple times, so yeah. yeah I mean, but he's been he's been Kendall. he's been doing blow with Matson, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> Greg flops with the whatever way the wind is blowing. But yeah. I think he has a really good idea of the way the wind blows from time to time. Because yep. he seems to, unlike Shiv, Greg, uh, what did, what did uh, I mean, Oscar called him a dingleberry last uh, a couple episodes ago. But Greg knows when to jump ship to the right people. Yeah. Greg's always making the right decision. Yeah. I mean, just think at the beginning, it was the mascot and that got high and threw up. And then next thing you know, he's at Logan's birthday party. And now he's like, uh, you know, high up in the company. And he yeah. was so like, he, in his evolution is crazy because he didn't want to do ATN. He wanted to stay with Parks. And when Tom went to ATN, and then now he's like mass firing people and he's like, yeah, I'm really good at it. Like, yeah, he's, like, he's gregging I, for Tom. Care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's he, getting other people to Greg for Tom. Like he knows like, when to jump ship, right? Like even his grandfather was like, leave Logan and I'll give you my estate when I die. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. he stays with Logan and his Logan dies first and apparently leaves something for Greg in his will that we still yeah. don't know what it is. Yeah. So I'm going to laugh when it's his slippers uh, that he picked up uh, and took to the hospital <laughs> while Logan was, uh, yeah. had his heart attack. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, um, it, yeah. So, I mean, we know Shiv or Kendall finds out that Shiv's been playing both yeah, of the them. tipping point. Yeah. Uh, and so that tips Kendall to back the Mankin and to do the call for there because he knows that. That's the only way the deal can be killed. So again, he chooses Kendall chooses like the deal over his family, including his sister and his kids and his ex-wife. So yep. um and then, you know, we they call it and you see everybody kind of like dispersing. And like the final scene, Kendall's with um he's in his car. And I, we finally find out the name of his driver mm. um, because um, Blanc and I had to, we rewind it like three times and turned on the closed caption to see what Kendall says at the end. And he says, Fakret, um, it's something I'm trying to find the um, um, the exact line he says at the end. Um, hold on, I'm Googling. You may want to. Yeah, it's all good. It's all you good. You can cut uh, Kendall's uh, line to the credit. Uh, oh, yeah. So he says, you know, he's riding home and he says, some people just can't cut a deal for Kret. Yeah. And we, Blanc and I sat there and thought about this for like 20 minutes after the show. And I think it's like he realizes like he's fucked, right? This is what, what we were thinking because Roman's like now number one guy. He's in with, with uh, Mankin, who's going to be president, and they're going to get that's going to propel him. Like Shiv's done, but at least she cut a deal with Jimenez. Yep. And she cut a deal with Matson. Like they've all cut deals and Kendall. He Kendall doesn't even have his family. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got, he's, 
he's out of everything. Yeah. And like, and it just goes back to season one with Walter. Like he, the only way he ended up closing that was like grossly overpaying because he didn't want to let the deal go. Like he doesn't yeah. know. He got emotional about it. He didn't want to let it go. And then yeah. he pissed off his dad by over, overpaying for it. But even, even yeah. Kendall said like earlier in the episode, I don't remember who he said it to, but he was, he like voiced his like concern about how close Madsen and Roman are and like how yeah. he may get cut out of everything. And so, yeah, he's, he's really worried about that. Shiv has sided with Madsen. And I think he said something to her, like, Oh, you always know, like you always, you always plan to have a fallback or something like that. I, I can't remember. But yeah. He always has yeah. a bailout. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I think Roman's ruthless. Shiv knows how to provide cover. She's always working multiple deals because something will fall through. I mean, she tends to make the wrong choice all the time, but yeah, <laughs> if things don't work out, she can go. I mean, it, it, back into politics, and she at the end of the day, this actually may work out for her because she could be like, like she still gets money from the family in you know, from being, even if they keep the business or they sell it and she could go back and say like, Hey, I left, was trying to stop the, you know, the deal. And I was, you know, my brothers were shills for Mankin and, you know, I'm Democrat and, you know, I mean, she can go back into that world. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so, I mean, I think there's, um, you know, to me, it'd be interesting to see how it transitions next week into the funeral episode. Yes. And yeah, it looks like everybody's at the funeral from Stewie Madsen. to Marsha to Matson and to and Mankin. President elect Mankin. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I imagine there's going to be like backroom shit, like in the church and the funeral home, wherever. Um, and then I don't know what the finale will bring. So like, like we just mentioned, Barry, what do you think is going to happen at the end of succession? Ken has killed himself. Shiv is like going to be an old maid going back into politics and Roman and Mankin wind up in like the next Watergate scandal. <laughs> There's something that, that, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, there's been teasing at, like a Ken suicide for two yeah. seasons. Yeah. I think, I think that is an extreme possibility that can happen in the last two episodes. Um, just ends with him like walking off the top of the building. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So be yeah, interesting. I, think, uh, I, 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 I'm going to laugh when Mankin has like been working a back deal with Matson this whole time. And they cut well, all the Roy's out, and they get yeah. nothing. Even even Mankin's speech was interesting. It didn't yeah. make a lot of sense to me, but it was like it was basically like you know where I'm not going to bow down to like you know was, corporate bank like backers and lobbyists and money. Yeah, and it was classic political like yeah. Why he's getting paid. yeah yeah yeah. 
Yeah, it was great. But yeah, watching it like the like all the siblings are watching it and go, yeah, you were a part of that, motherfuckers. You know who yeah. you backed. Like he's yeah. gonna have this like choir boy act because he came out of yeah. nowhere months before the election and won the fucking yeah. thing. But well, that's a, do we even know? We even know what? I mean, they picked him like six months before, yeah. you know, in that room at the hotel in Virginia. Yeah, so do we even know what he represents? Right. So, yeah. Um, but anything. Uh, else on succession this week no i know we kind of probably missed some things but it was such an interesting episode i don't know what happens to tom i know craig just manages to latch on to anything that lives um or i'm gonna laugh when he winds up getting the apartment and connor like doesn't like marcia thinks she's gonna get it but he's left it to to greg yeah to Um, greg yeah and then yeah he's left he's left greg with like a couple like couple tens of millions of dollars and yeah. like Tom is unemployed and has to work for Greg as his butler, and that's going to be like succession yeah. spinoff, like Gregory, like yeah. se- succession. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't that know. What do you funny. think is going to happen? I mean, I think I'm with you. I think Ken probably suicide. She goes back into politics, and and I, I like the Mats and and Mankin behind the back um, deal, like cutting them out or. Um, or like Matson knows that Matson's been working with Mankin because he knows that the boys want to kill it, so he'll won't he won't kill the deal, and yeah. then you know Matson will be favorable to Mankin, and um, then then the all the kids are out of the business. Um. Yeah, I think Carl ends up in a Greek island and Frank um, enjoys retirement and Jerry's really rich and moves on to another company. Uh, Greg what, is going to be did, balling. What did Roman Tom, say? Tom's going to be living in a shitty apartment and uh, like <laughs> Back in, in the Jersey. Midwest. <laughs> no, with, with, in one episode, like early on, Greg's looking for an apartment in uh, New Jersey or Stat- no, Staten Island. Staten Island, like, yeah. Tom's like, Stan, I like, he just, you know, this room from Minnesota is so like uppity now, but have you ever eaten at the California pizza kitchen? (laughs) They make a, like a blackened chicken Alfredo. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Chicken Alfredo pizza. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm ready for it to. Connor like, like gives away all of his money. Like as an activist, Willa leaves him. And he's just living like a sustainable living life in like Arizona back on his little like bullshit Adobe ranch. <laughs> I think Connor's in Slovenia and Willa oh, yeah. like divorces him and um like it's like writes a tell all book about the Roy's. <laughs> he he causes World War Three against US versus Slovenia. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Uh Good yeah, stuff, man. Two episodes left. It could go any either way. I have no idea. I just think Mankin and Madsen ha- having cut a deal to cut the boys out, I think is just way too good to pass up. Yeah. Yeah. There's something we don't know about. Yeah. So we sure. got two episodes to find out. Yeah. So Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? No. I'm just ready for the Sunday. Yeah. Can't wait. So Awesome. Yeah, appreciate everybody kicking it with us this week. You know, be sure to check out our podcast on all the podcast platforms. Check out our Instagram at Can We Kick It Pod. Check out uh, our website, kickingitmedia.com. Email us, can we kick it pod one at gmail.com. And uh, until next week, as Chuck likes to say, 
Mahalo.